Are you young, dedicated, up and coming, motivated, and bold? Well, we got a podcast for you. Welcome to the Get Your Grind Up podcast, where we invite the world's future leaders and break down their stories to success. It's about the nit, grit, triumphs, and failures as we see how they got to where they are on their loading bars. And you never know, you could be here too. But until then, get your grind up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another incredible episode of the Get Show Grind Up podcast with your favorite co-hosts from the east coast justin and gary and we're back at it once more it's been an exciting week get your grind up does what get your grind up does and we got our grind up and we got our grind up so much that we brought someone from our hometown area just up the block we brought lauren onto the podcast she's a lifestyle and fashion blogger she's all over instagram her Instagram alone will want to make you run down to Nordstrom's and buy everything they have in sight. Lauren, glad to have you onto the podcast. Say what's up to the people. Hey guys. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on board with us today. Super, super excited to get into all that we have in store for today's pod. But before we do, we want to take a small step back and look at the very big picture. We want to take your entire journey so far and we're going to turn that into a loading bar yeah so from zero to a hundred percent where do you feel like you are right now on your loading bar like on the spectrum of my blog you say or in life <laughs> in life everything <laughs> like right now probably like at like i'll give it half i'll say like 50 percent <laughs> all right 50 percent. so let's let's dive into that um i want to dive into the blog first. When did you start blogging? I started blogging officially about almost two years ago, about a year and a half. I dabbled in it like, like seven years ago, I tried to start a blog and for whatever reason, I I always see things in life. Like if something doesn't work out, timing's not right. Um, but never kind of then pursued it after that. And then it was about two years ago that I really went for it. And what got you to, to start a blog? I mean, I've been a part of a couple of blogs in my, my short lifetime and something that's died out a couple of times, but to really sit down and say, you know what, I'm going to commit to this full time and go all in. Like what, what switch made that switch for you? Okay. So a couple of things made the switch. So it's fine. I always say like, Oh, I have like a really big shopping problem, which is very, very <laughs> true. I definitely like, like online shopping is it's like, it's a problem. But, um, so there one night I was sitting, I was sitting in the living room and I was really wanted this Gucci fanny pack. I kid you not. And I was, I was like, all right, I can't buy like a full priced one. So I was looking on this app called Poshmark where you like buy and sell used clothing or like accessories and stuff. So I found one and it was, it was still pretty pricey. It was in good condition. So I made a promise to myself that if I was going to buy the bag that I would then start listing my stuff, <clears throat> excuse me, my clothes on Poshmark. So I bought the purse 
and then a couple days later, just like gathered all this clothes bags. Cause I used to just donate all of my stuff before. And so I started listing everything, started selling it and realizing there was kind of like a community in around Instagram around selling your stuff on Poshmark. So I made a separate Instagram for it. I started doing pretty well. And I realized a little while after I was like, I really don't want to have like an Instagram just for like selling my stuff on Poshmark. And, you know, I already love buying clothes. I love putting outfits together. And I've saw so many other bloggers on Instagram. Um, and you know, like on, so on Instagram, when you purchase something through a blogger's site, like affiliate site, they make money. And so for a really long time, like I didn't know that. So I started looking into it and like, okay, how are these bloggers making money off this? And I was like, all right, I could, I could try and do this. So I decided to just at that point to transition my Instagram from like Poshmark related to more sharing my outfits and more so of a blog. And I decided that if I wanted to be serious about it um, and get into this affiliate site called Reward Style, which is like super kind of competitive to get into, I needed to take it more seriously. So that's essentially how I started and what made me kind of like light the fire under my ass to actually do it. I love it. So that the kind of the flip life, right? I know we're both, um, we're, we're all Gary V fans here and he's constantly talking about, um, the flip life, mug life, et cetera. And myself and Michelle have dabbled in it too, going to some garage sales, making some money, but how does Poshmark kind of differentiate itself from, I guess, like an eBay of the world or a Craigslist, et cetera. What makes it different? So for me, I, you know, I never really sold anything on Craigslist or eBay, but for with Poshmark, I almost feel like it's another social media channel per se. Um, and people, I mean, there, I mean, there are girls and guys on there, but more so women who, you know, I think are selling pieces that they once loved, but, and you know, that someone and good condition, but that someone else could love too. What's nice about it. It's like, I think the app is just super, super user-friendly. Um, cause I know if it was complicated, I wouldn't have used it, but you just like snap a couple pictures. So you list, put it as a listing price. And then obviously like the app takes a cut, but once it's sold, you get an email with a shipping label attached for a PDF, and then you just print it out, package it up, and take it to the post office. So it just made it really, really easy for me to just start, you know, selling my stuff instead of versus like donating it or even um, there's like there's like a consignment shops or like uh, Plato's Closet where you can go and try and sell your stuff, and they'll give you like it's a joke. So it. It's kind of like with it and also like how active it's almost like Instagram too with algorithms, like how active you want to be on it. No, that's incredible. Honestly, I've never been on the, uh, the app myself, but after hearing this, I might want to take a look. Um, I know winter's coming around and I have a ton of clothes that I just need to get rid of. So who knows, might even start my own fashion mm-hmm. blog and Lauren, you heard the thanks. <laughs> but but going off of that, with with blogs, um, I know it's really hard to not only start a blog, but to not only continue a blog, but to stand out um, and be successful. And just looking at um, all that you have to offer with your, your website um, and your Instagram, we can tell that through the past couple of years, you've um, come to a incredible amount and well-deserved amount of success. What do you think has attributed to that? 
Okay. The first thing is once I join a local like blogger group, like the Connecticut blogger group. And through that, I met some girls who I started meeting up with and just like getting coffee and talking about, um, different ideas around blogging, but they really opened my eyes to things that I did not know. Um, like when it came down to like editing your photos and presets, like I had no idea what a preset was. This was all new. I just was like, I just wanted to, you know, like share my outfits. But then, you know, it's really hard not to play the comparison game, especially, especially on this platform. you know, we started looking at other big blogger accounts. Okay. Like what makes theirs different? What makes theirs stand out? And like, how can I, you know, not mimic theirs, but also like, how can I find my own way, but still be good? Because I think edit, you know, editing photos was big. I had no idea that that was something I needed to do. And then I started looking at my feed and I was like, all right, this looks like garbage. So once I met those girls, they really helped me and, and kind of like, help me find like really to hone in on my niche, which, because for a while I was like, Oh, I'm just going to do lifestyle. I'm going to share everything. And like, while that's great, you, I, I have this, I mean, I think like Gary Vee says it, if you were talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. So what I started then doing was really honing in on fashion and outfits and clothes and making my feed that my, you know, my, blog, my website, that, and then, you know, via Instagram stories, then started trickling a couple things in with my life that I felt like I wanted to share. So I think meeting those girls definitely helped transition, you know, my blog, make it, make my page better. And then me also kind of looking at my page myself and being like, Hey, like, what do you, you don't want to share everything and what can you really focus on and make better? Yeah. And I think that that idea of focusing rather than trying to hit everything at once is something that, I mean, even we've struggled with at the very beginning. It was like, you're, you're trying to, it feels like you're doing everything that you can, but you're not really moving because you're moving so minimally in kind of like the everything world. But, but when you start to like niche down into just like yours was kind of fashion, um, you, you start to see some gradual growth and it starts to compound over time, which I think is incredible, especially for anyone who's just starting out. Mm-hmm. But let's say, I mean, I get you're coming from Connecticut, so Connecticut's not like a huge hub like in New York. Yeah. But let's say you are just starting right now. How do you find sort of these meetup groups um, to get around people who might have some more experience than you, so you can learn from them and see what they're doing right and put it into to your formula? So Facebook is big. That I mean, it's funny because Facebook is not really big for I feel like the blogger world or fashion blogger world, but for finding groups. Facebook is huge. So that's where I found the Connecticut blogger group. That's where I've also found other groups that I've joined. Just like, it's like, it's literally like a blogger support group. Um, everyone talks about their struggles and, the, and Instagram is great. But, um, also what I did was like, I just looked on Instagram too. And, and also kind of like saw girls that were local to me. I, I reached out to them. Ironically, I like reached out to this girl who lived in like a town over and we wound up figuring out, we like knew this, some of the same people. And since we've become like really good friends. So I think like, you know, for someone starting out, it's just kind of like putting yourself out there for a really long time. I would like hesitate to like do, I mean, I'd be fine like behind a computer reaching out, but, um, going to something by myself would like scare the shit out of me. 
And the fourth blogger event I went to, I went knowing not a single soul. And I like, I was so proud of myself after I went. And you know what? Like there, I'll be honest, like there were groups of girls that were like clicky and like were in their own corner and like did not talk to anyone else. But I really like appreciated the couple girls who like did just come up to me and start talking to me. And so I feel like, you know, to someone's very out, just just throw yourself out there because you never know what could happen, you know? Exactly. And I think that's a part of the whole entrepreneurial content creator life where um, you're putting yourself in these spaces that don't naturally exist or you're not familiar with, uh, but you have to make mm-hmm. yourself feel at, feel at home. Um, so in, in yeah. your case, you, you went to that new event, again, something you've never been to before, but I'm sure when you left, um, you felt like that's something you'd want to do again, meeting all those incredible people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And the things that we, uh, Justin, Michelle and I, when we've gone to different conferences together as a group, um, it's something that was unique and unfamiliar to us. But when we first did it, once we left, we're like, okay, we want to do one of these ourselves. Uh, We were inspired Mm -hmm. and influenced that much. And I think that goes along with that um, entrepreneurial content creator bug that uh, is in each and every one of us. Once we find our space, it kind of just feels like home. Yeah, definitely. So, and you know, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go all you. Because you know, they everyone says like I, you know, Gary V says it too. Like you start with the like first one, but I always say this, and I actually like just yesterday put out my first like IGTV video, mm-hmm. and it, it's the first one's always crap. It's always crap. <laughs> but I really like I think back and I look back at my feed, my Instagram feed, like it's so embarrassing um, to see the first photos. But it's so true. It's like if you don't start, like if I didn't have that first embarrassing photo, like where would I be? And so when I really think about, it, I'm just so happy that I just went for it because now almost two years years later, I'm like, wow, look at how far I've come. So That's, I just hope like someone else could hear that and like think the same thing. Exactly. Like uh, Justin and I, we love to tell people that, um, when we, we introduce him to the podcast, uh, we tell him about our, our journey and we, we let him know that we still have our very first interview, up uh, live to the public. It mm-hmm. was awful. Yeah, it's terrible. So <laughs> bad. So, so bad. And, you know, people, like, my, I'll show my friends and they'll say, oh, you know, it, was, it wasn't that bad. And I'm like, okay, listen, I get it. You're being nice. We're friends. You kind of have to say that. But we understand. It's, <laughs> it's awful. But it shows the progress that we've made and how far we've come along the line. It's, it's incredible to show that, that transition and to let yourself know that, you know, you've come so far right now that you can go even further exactly so with everything with the the whole instagram world which actually infatuates me just because it's so intricate uh, everyone takes it so serious i mean a lot of people use it casually to where it's you know something they post on every once in a while i know i'm guilty of this but individuals like yourself really take instagram and absolutely run with it what are some of the skills that you've learned through your progression so far that has elevated uh your instagram game not only with the the pictures but within the captions and gaining followers as well so a couple things first engaging with other accounts was huge i didn't really even realize how big it was for organic growth you know there are so many different ways to grow and you know people do 
so many different things. Um, at the end of the day, like if you're going to get like fake followers or follow for follow, something that I've learned through trial and error, like, yeah, you might have a lot of followers, but like, for me, it's like, I want like authentic people. If I'm also trying to make money from this, like I'm not going to make money from a fake follower. So I started realizing engaging with other accounts in my niche were, was huge because then their followers like would find me from them as well if that makes sense. So started engaging with a bunch of other accounts. And also like, that was fun because I've met people like from across the country that I'll just like have conversations with, um, like-minded people. But then the other thing was being consistent. I think what really helped me where I see my engagement spike up versus when maybe I like take a day or two off is Instagram stories. So what I started doing was posting a little bit throughout the day. And I also, like before, like when I first started and kind of throughout this journey, I didn't really know like on stories what to do or what to share. And now I have like a very clear kind of, I don't know how to say it. It's like every single day I know what I'm going to do. So I, my whole thing is like, I share what I wear every single day on my stories. It's not what I put on my feed. Um, some, I wake up, I get dressed and it's like, here, this is what I'm wearing. And then I will share things I kind of have like, look at it as like pillars. So what are the couple things that I like make me, me and people can like brand recognition with me. Um, couple of them being like my dog, Mo, like he's always featured in stories. Um, I like to drink <laughs> like that is not a secret. <laughs> and so, um, I also like to work out. So those are like basically like a couple of things that I really, um, oh, and, and coffee. Sorry, that was the other one. And like, I'm a coffee addict. So those are like a couple of things I was like, okay, because I can't, I want to share everything. But those are things I do want to share. And then I started doing specifics. So I would be like, okay, I really enjoy, you know, drinking. Well, what do I like to drink wine? And it was weird. Like I, when I started sharing specific things and my, my girl, my close girlfriends would give me feedback. And sometimes they'd be like, Hey, we hope you're not offended. And I was like, no, please. Like, I know it's, you guys mean well, my girlfriend, one of them was like, one day she was like, Lauren, you always say you like something, but like, tell us why you like it. And once I started doing that and getting more descriptive, I, I noticed people start to respond more. And so stories for me is huge because I get a lot of engagement through my stories. That's super interesting. And that's definitely something we need to work on in like the stories feature. Um, we used to be really good about it, but we kind of like started slacking off, but that's, that's interesting to see how once you got kind of specialized in what you kind of posted for both your content and your IG stories content, um, your, your engagement started to spike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had one question. What, what kind of dog is Mo? Oh my God. He's a silky terrier, also known as Australian terrier. Okay. Actually, can I, what's that? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was tell a funny little funny story. Yeah, this happened two days ago. I came across, and this is what's so great about Instagram. I came across this account through really, cause I follow this is the other thing for anyone listening. Like you, I follow certain hashtags because then it will show up in your feed. So it's more people to engage with. So I follow like the Connecticut blogger hashtag and someone like posted a, it was like a silky terrier and it was like from behind. And I was like, wait, this looks like Mo. 
So I like click on the account. The account, I like shit you not, was like a spitting image of my dog. So I was like, oh my God, this is my dog. Someone stole my dog and now made an Instagram for him and called it Owen of Hartford. So I like DM the account and like long story short, I'm like sending her pictures of my dog. And so we're like trying to like meet up for like a play date. And I'm just super, I just, it's so funny, like Instagram world and like bringing people together. That's so funny. That's hilarious. That's so, so funny. It's amazing. Well, since you have Mo with you and he's clearly done well on Instagram, is there a fashion blog for him in the future? No, no. <laughs> I keep my children off social media. <laughs> you know, I thought about it and I'm like, oh my God, what? Like, that would be such more like work for him to me, add on to my plate. <laughs> so he makes guest appearances. <laughs> yeah people don't realize like how hard it actually takes to to like run and a page an instagram page or a blog or whatever it may be on the internet people just think like oh you post up a picture you get a bunch of likes yeah. and that's it no. but there's so much more how how much time would you say do you put into a blog or a post um like on a weekly basis oh my god oh I don't even know if I could like calculate the hours. Yeah, it's tough, right? You know, and it's so it's I I love that you did say that because so many people really do like my fam some of my family included. Well but oh you let you just shop and you share your outfits. We know you don't understand. Yes, I great that I I was shopping before this, so nothing's changed there. Um to you know, try and close, put the outfits together, now take the photos. Now I can take like mirror selfies, that's easy obviously easier, but to like go out and take a bunch of photos, then edit. It's all the behind the scenes stuff, editing all the photos, coming up with captions to like really engage people, the blog. And then like, sometimes I feel like I'm so focused on Instagram that my actual like website suffers. And, you know, everyone says it like, you don't own your Instagram, but you own your blog. So to, and then all the time I've spent on the blog trying to, you know, design it. I, I actually just like had someone get help with that because I, I realized like if I don't have a strong suit, I'm going to ask for help. And oh God, like, I, I mean, besides that, even just then engaging on Instagram, it is, it is so much to keep up with that people don't realize. And then I think the biggest thing with fashion bloggers is tagging all of your clothes they link like links go broken. You have to retag items, trying to find like what's on sale. It's just a lot. And I mean, like I do it because I love it, but just people don't realize. And you know what? It's interesting too. I have noticed since I've been doing it, some bloggers who've started blogs since I like around the same time I started and stopped. And, and I just think it's because if, if you're not going to willing, you have to sacrifice certain things. Like I have a full-time job besides this. So I've sacrificed like watching TV at night, like, you know, reading books just because this is something that I really wanted to do. And I really want to pursue. No, we, we definitely get that. I mean, that's something that we've, um, had to put as a priority with the podcast as well. Um, I work full time as well as doing the podcast, working with the the brands um, and with Justin and Michelle living in Orlando and myself living in Philadelphia, things can get kind of hard uh, making content, recording episodes. Mm-hmm. Good thing we're in the same time zone. That's probably the best thing that works for us uh, because we've run into some some issues with that, oh, yeah. uh, with, with bringing on guests. But there's a lot that goes into 
creating media of any kind, uh, whether it's running a, a social page, creating videos, taking pictures. Uh, there's a lot of work under the surface just to put up that production, even if someone consumes it for 1.5 seconds. It's an experience that you want them to embrace mm-hmm. and carry with them for as long as possible. So I completely understand you. And I, I do think it's something that needs to be shared with everyone and brought to the light. Yeah, definitely. How long have you guys had the podcast for? So actually we hit two years. Um, I say like maybe two, three weeks ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I I think about the same amount of time that you've, you've been blogging, we've had our our podcast going. I mean, we've taken a small hiatus uh, a little earlier this year, um, but we've just relaunched uh, about a month ago with our new proud get your grind up brand so we're going strong i like it i like the name thank you think that's all justin by the way the whole get your grind <laughs> up. I, actually it's michelle oh. it's michelle i <laughs> it was get your grind up and michelle's the one like you need to change your to cho so <laughs> i gotta give the credit to her yeah no shout out to michelle and that's all for now. We really hope you guys enjoyed Lauren's podcast. If you want to catch just a little bit more and see how her mind works, hop on to our pod Thursday. We're dropping a part two of her episode. You know where to find us. Social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Get Your Grind Up. Our website, getchogrindup.com. Let us know what you think in the comment section. Leave a review. Give us a like. Love you guys. See you soon.